The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Six on uh, this Tuesday. Hope you're having a fine day. It's Jalen and Andrew at 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. It is another busy afternoon for us this afternoon. Of course, we've got Grant Fedora coming in for another episode uh, of Fit After 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be joined uh, by Brian Mason, the Alberta Transportation Minister, uh, in this hour with an announcement. Yeah, there's some changes coming there, which you'll be uh, interested to hear about. want to tell you about this before we uh, get going, because we do have those Who tickets to give away right. again today. Another month Okay. What? Well, yesterday's was... Uh, it was fairly easy. It was fairly easy. Yeah. Well, yeah. we hit the big the big three yesterday. Right. There's maybe three more big ones there. The, okay. the Who's got a lot of... They've had some success, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're not that bad of a band. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know they, they have a new album coming out, too? Is that a fact? Uh-huh. Are they all the original members? Do you know? Mm. Okay. Um, want to tell you about this, because it's coming up on uh, Oilers... Mm. No. In, no, inside sports. Inside sports. Yeah. We just finished Oilers. Inside now. Oilers. It's inside coming up Oilers. on inside sports. With um, so tonight, this is your chance to practice with a king, or for your child to practice with a uh, with a oil king. If you have a child playing uh, minor hockey, mm-hmm. with an upcoming practice on Mons- Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday of next week, you have a chance to win something pretty cool tonight. Yeah, you absolutely do. And here's the thing: we need you to be listening tonight during uh, inside sports, all you hockey moms and dads, uh, because. Because that opportunity will come up around, I think, 7 o'clock or so, sometime in the first hour, I believe. Um, you'll be uh, given an opportunity to phone into the show. Uh, you'll be asked a hockey-related question. And uh, you'll uh, be competing for an opportunity for your child, your young hockey player, a girl or boy, uh, to practice with the Edmonton Oil Kings. What an opportunity that is. Um, but I, I, that's happening tonight, right? The first it one? It is tonight, yeah. yes. Okay. Upcoming practice uh, Monday to Wednesday of next week, probably. Yeah, but so, that, your, we'll so your, that down. Ch- your kid has to be practicing Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday of next week. That's yeah. kind of part of this all. And uh, they'll be giving that away in the 7 o'clock hour. So, mm-hmm. very cool. Reed will have more details, but you have to be listening. Fit after 40 today, uh, mm-hmm. Grant Fedork's going to be joining us. We're talking about... Patellofemoral syndrome. Knee pain. Oh, I thought it was Nutello. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know everything about this. Uh, nothing is painful with Nutella. <laughs> you know, I've never actually had Nutella. You've never had Nutella? I've, I've not. And well, I know... no, because your wife's allergic to hazelnuts, so... Is that the reason? Well, I, I suspect that you wouldn't have a whole lot of hazelnut in the house. I guess that's why it's not around the house, yeah. Because I don't know if we had, uh, this is not, you know, this does not really constitute a lead story. Oh, boy. But since uh, Nutella came up in conversation. Nutella. Nutella, sorry. Uh, you see the Costco now oh. last week had announced that they were, they had these super massive, huge containers of Nutella available. They weren't available in Canada, but you could order mm-hmm. them online for an additional three bucks. Um, but apparently macaroni and cheese said, hold my beer. Yeah, just when you can't think, you think it can't get any better in, in life. Um, yeah, um, Costco is now selling 27, a 27-pound 27 bucket. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks of like mac and cheese. You know when you buy paint in uh, big quantities yeah, yeah. or, or and stucco? It's, and or, it's good yeah. for 20 years. 20 years, they say. And it won't go bad because it's sort of, it is a big bucket, but it's kind of well, individually, they're individually wrapped. wrapped. Yeah. It is, uh, by the way, America. America, I love you, America. America. Guess what? 
It's sold out right now. Of course it is. Of course it is. Nutella's still available. Seven pounds for $22 with a $3 delivery fee online. But the mac and cheese currently sold out. Oh, my goodness gracious. There's just, you know, I don't know. Americans are funny that way. Everyone knows Costco. It's really funny because everyone knows Costco you buy in in volume. You bulk buy at Costco for the most part, right? And so that's how you get the price that they get because of their buying power and your buying power, right? But there's some things that you feel, 27 pound, t- where are you leaving 20, a 27 pound tub of macaroni? In the basement, in your bomb shelter, in your doomsday shelter. I guess. In the front hall closet to sit on and to put your shoes on when you get old <laughs> in 20 years. I suppose so. Right? Yeah. I would have thought they'd launch this in Canada because mac and cheese is so popular here, but it's craft dinner mac and cheese that's so popular. Well, mac here. and cheese is pretty popular in the States, too. It's on every yeah. menu. Hmm. Well, anyway, something to think about. Costco, uh, you don't have to be a member, by the way, to buy online from Costco. Did you oh, know that? Oh, really? I did not yeah. know that. Uh, yeah. um, you guys do Costco, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Coach goes to Costco once in a while. I I get heart palpitations just driving into the parking lot at at Costco. It's never not busy. Yeah. Um, And there's one kind of up by the River Cree now, so over in the West End, which is, you know, closer to to our place. But here's the thing. When you go to Costco, Mm. do you have to make a plan to... Is there a map that you follow? Do you go there for a... Uh, three month, six month stock up. Like this isn't a like a drop in Safeway thing, right? No. Like well, you're you not have picking to up go, items at the cash register you, at Costco. Yeah, you have to go in with the mindset that you're probably going to spend a boatload of money because you're buying <laughs> six jars of spaghetti sauce for three bucks. Well, you know what's funny about right? Yeah. Is, is that what you have to wrap? Because Coach goes and ends up. He goes in and my, oh, look at there's uh, six cans of spaghetti sauce for $3. Oh, look, we can get the paper towel. Oh, there's some wisps, which we love. And then he starts to freak out and leaves. So it's oh, always really? a bit it's of a waste. It's overwhelming for him? Yeah, he's just, it's just like, okay, it's too many people here. Well, you know, uh, Carol is the commander-in-chief when it comes to groceries yes. in general. And Costco is one of those ones where she would prefer I go with her. Yes. Um, it's two-man to operation. Block. Yeah, you've got it. Or, and or to place mark, uh, to bookmark your place in line. Oh, to get back out okay. again. Um, she, I know she finds it frustrating to that. There's all, all these cash registers, and they're lined up so far back that you often wonder: Is this even a line? Like, yeah, yeah. like it's not moving at all. But no, she sort of has a. First of all, she has a, a route. Uh, within the Costco, and secondly, she goes in with a very specific list. But it, I was going to say, it's funny about Costco, aside from the fact that it has the reputation of buying everything in bulk. Even the individual items are, like, too big. You know, like, you get a pie, like an apple crumble pie, and it's like, well, this pie... Will feed 20 will, people. Yeah, for, for two weeks. Like, yeah. I honestly, I love their pasta dishes, and I love their desserts, pies, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. I don't think we've ever gotten through one. Like, I don't think... By the time... Enough people have eaten, and, and you're thinking it's on the verge of spoiling. There's always pieces left. Mm. It, it's sort of kind of, I don't know who you buy that apple crumble pie for. If you're having a the picnic. Team? The, third, yeah, bata- the third battalion, I think, right. actually. <laughs> right. Because even that, you have to be, even if you're a master at geometry, if you, you know, do a radius of, you know, mm. a partial radius of what a pie piece should be, the pie's so big 
that you end up with what would typically be a whole pie. You know what I mean? Like you cut a triangular piece and put it on your plate and, and you go, yeah. well, that's ridiculous. Like you you almost, okay, it has to be So little tiny wide. slivers. Yeah. yeah. Is the only way to go. And then they're floopy. Yeah. They do have some great pasta dishes there, though. Yeah, you have a, a favorite, some uh, crab ravioli or no, lobster? No, uh, it's a lobster uh, dealie. Yeah. But I don't like the one, the lobster bougie. shrimp combination. You're all bougie. Bougie, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't make the p- just lobster one anymore. Mm. They make a shrimp one and a shrimp and lobster one. Mm. And uh, that's, you no. Know, yeah. I know they're both seafood, but you uh, don't combine those. It should just be lobster. <laughs> I'm always on the outlet. And every time I mention it, somebody will text in and say, oh, no, no, they're selling it again. No, they're not. It's They're still selling the shrimp and lobster one. Have you ever gone to the Italian center and, and bought their um, like uh, pastas? Are you kidding me right now? Do they have lobster pasta? I believe they do have a lobster pasta the Ita- there. The Italian it. center just over here. You either know it or don't know it. Um, I'm pretty sure I've bought it there, yeah. Really? I'm not 100% confident, but they have a, a spectacular um, uh, selection of, of frozen pastas there. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I've never even it's heard of it. It's just up you. here. You know where no, the Italian Center is? No, I don't. Just up here on 51st Avenue? I've never seen it, no. You've never been to the Italian Center? I have not, no. Who are you? <laughs> I didn't even, I'm, like, nothing in that sentence surprises me that there's a center or that it's Italian. I just didn't even, I, I'm not aware of its, its existence. Well, the original one's in Little Italy downtown. You would think so, yeah. Yeah, right? And it's, you know, the Spinelli's, mm-hmm. they've run it for years. Just that name makes me hungry. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll check it out. Okay. Like, not tonight, but in general, I will check it out. When we come back from Jamaica. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then you'll be all like, is there jerk chicken pasta? Yeah, I have to watch what I'm eating for these next three or four days before <laughs> Jamaica. I have to lose 50 pounds by Saturday. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> so I'm, I'm being a little careful. <laughs> Short of cutting off a leg, Does this I don't bathing know. suit make me look fat? Yeah. I'm just going to stand around fatter people. I think that's my plan. <laughs> There's me and Andrew leaning up against each other. <laughs> where's, where are they? Oh, you know. Oh, what a lovely couple. Yeah. Mm. Where's Speaking Carol and Coach? And <laughs> <laughs> Chad apparently buys their, <laughs> their announcers, announcers in, in bulk. bulk. <laughs> well, let's get on to the topic of uh, roads here. And Julia yeah. Wong, again, over at Global Edmonton, doing some uh, great work um, through a Freedom of Information uh, request, um, found um, some information that had not been publicly released um, about calcium chloride and the impact that it's having. Yeah, it's a four-page document, as you mentioned, through uh, a FOIP. Is that how you say it? FOIP. FOIP uh, request. Um, it it details how the city of Edmonton was aware through a study done uh, back in February of 2018 that there was some serious issues with this brine, they call it, uh, specifically with regard to asphalt and cement. So, you know, there have been complaints by residents that it was uh, causing some uh, rust and uh, corrosion in vehicles. Uh, but now this report suggests that uh, scientific tests... Uh, confirmed that it causes an acceleration in the uh, in the damage that it does to cement, and it's an oddity of the report or of the reaction to the report. Representative of the city has said, um, for example, that they don't use it on bridges, mm-hmm. and it kind of suggests that statement sort of suggests that well, you're kind of aware of the mm-hmm. fact then that it has a corrosive component to it and that's why for safety reasons or for practical reasons you don't use it on bridges and at the same time 
Well, if it's on any road, it's on bridges uh-huh. because as people drive over it, they track it to bridges, right? But it's interesting. It's interesting because the city spokesperson is basically saying, well, listen, that's a scientific test performed in a in laboratory. A lab. So in practical terms, that's not necessarily, you wouldn't necessarily come to the same conclusions. But I really feel like this is one that the city kind of doubled down on, and I don't know why they did, other than the cost savings. It was a cost savings of $4.3 million mm-hmm. from using a calcium chloride solution. Janet Tecklenburg from the city says, uh, you know, uh, they're doing their own investigations. They're doing their own experience, uh, experiments. Here's what she had to say. We need to understand, you know, what is the best tool at the time uh, to achieve bare pavement, to achieve safe roads. And we need to look at, and this is why it's a, it's a quite complicated issue as to um, what are the potential impacts on infrastructure. Uh, Janet Tecklenburg from the the, uh, city. Now, uh, what is interesting is that you have some people who have investigated calcium chloride. They've been taking a closer look into it. This is what they do for a living. One of them, David Darwin at the University of Kansas, he actually researches the effects of de-icers on concrete. And while the city has mentioned that it's cheaper, and he says, while it may be cheaper, it's turns into a more costly choice. Mm. Take a listen. You will have uh, increased costs in maintaining your uh, concrete infrastructure uh, because of the the damage that it it does. And of course, the city is just saying, you know, it's one of the many tools it uses to melt snow. And a lot of folks quite concerned about what it's doing uh, to their vehicles, to the concrete pads at their house or in their Mm -hmm. garage. And so while it may be cheaper uh, for the city, to use overall. You start looking, okay, well, what's it costing you and you and you and you to your car mm-hmm. or to uh, maybe the damage on, uh, you know, the um, the concrete at your house? Yeah, and I don't want to make a, a full-out accusation here. So if it sounds like I just did when I say mm. this, please roll it back a little bit. But I find oftentimes that the short-term gain is something that's mm-hmm. quite uh, delicious to any government because when you're a city that's trying not to have a tax increase or where you'd like to maintain programs that are popular and you see an opportunity to lose mm-hmm. uh, $4.3 million out of your budget but to be able or out of your expense side of the budget and you go, yeah, and you know what? And again, it's, it's, it's already in my head sounding like an accusation. It, it seems like, well, the, the science is not settled mm-hmm. on this. And by the time it is, we won't be the council. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but it it feels like somebody sold them on the price side of it, and they turned a, a yeah. deaf ear to the complaints that residents had. That wait a second, we have no you know analytical data except we're noticing corrosion on our cars mm-hmm. and on our concrete pads. And now you know experts, yeah. their own experts, the ones that they hired to study it, are saying the same mm-hmm. thing. Listen to some of these results. The memo states that brine-soaked asphalt uh, had on average a 12% deeper ruts compared to sodium mm-hmm. chloride-soaked samples and had a one-and-a-half time the mass loss compared to sodium chloride-soaked samples. In both situations, the sodium chloride-soaked samples fared worse than untreated samples. So it's it's like, I don't know, we're trying to... I get it. Like, we're trying to find a better way to do it. But if you if the scientists and your own study are telling you 
that it that it has well, I mean, a cost. Yeah, I mean the thing is they're doing a two year study, right? So yeah. at the end of it all, hopefully we'll see what they say at the end of it when it all all wraps up. I think what they were hoping was is that, um, yeah, they would find um, that it wasn't as bad, and there was going to be able yeah. they could turn around and say, hey, but look at we're saving four million dollars a year. I know, but you know, I it's think a small about, it's a small victory on that on that front. Yes. But a lot of other folks would be like, ah, uh, 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 look what it's doing to my vehicle. Right, and when you consider that it's a program that encompasses almost the entire yeah. city, the potential for damage yeah. down the road is, is massive. Ida's on the phone. Hi, Ida. Hi, Jaylene and Andrew. How are you? Good. Good. Um, I bet you're getting excited about vacation. Oh, yeah, that we is are. coming oh, right is up, it? isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I did my own little mini test on that, Brian, because you know I've got that dog with lymph cancer, so yeah. I'm trying to make sure he doesn't walk through any chemicals. It's on my garage floor. I washed it four times I can't get it off the floor Mm. that can't be good for dogs paws for vehicles I mean four times maybe one or two but four times so no I think they should go back to employing a bunch of guys that actually pick up the snow Mm -hmm. and uh, you know that way at least it's going back into the tax base as well that's my my opinion on the brine. Yeah, and you know what? This is a different thing, but it's sort of apples and oranges, but it kind of brings this to mind. We tried a kind of a de-icer product just on our steps and sidewalk in front of our house one year, and it took Carol almost three years to recover mm-hmm. the grass. It, it You know, whatever it was, and it was an authorized, you know, certified product, but it the damage that it did to our grass was something that we had. We had to actually cut the grass out and lay sod down to try and replace it, mm. uh, and some yep. of the sod didn't take. And when I think about a project, like I said before we took your call, that encompasses the whole city that has a potential downfall like this, I don't I don't want to give it two years. No, and I talked to Deb Barron. The same thing happened with her. She had to cut out her lawn. Hmm. See, I think about, you know, we're talking sidewalks and roads and and this kind of thing. But if we were talking, if you had a a trial, a pilot project that was uh, fertilizing lawns or or killing weeds on lawns citywide, and in the first year you discovered that a lot of the lawns were dying, nobody in their right mind would say, well, let's give it another year, whether you're saving money or not. But on the roads, it's like the bureaucracy isn't listening. No, there's a product you can buy called EcoTraction. And it's zeolite, which can also be taken internally, that works mm. great, mm. and it actually makes your grass greener. Mm. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. So fertilizer. Fertilizer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to kill your weeds, baking soda. <laughs> baking soda on your weeds. Oh. Yes, you just mix it with water. You'll have to leave it sit for a couple of days, but it neutralizes the pH. Hey, I Ida, what are you doing in April? Want to drop by my place? <laughs> I'm in. Doesn't, vin- doesn't vinegar work on weeds, too? Vinegar doesn't change the pH, whereas no. baking soda neutralizes it. They either like acidic or alkaline. Hmm. Okay. So right. vinegar is just really acidic. It doesn't work on everything. Good awesome. To know. Ida, always great to hear from you, uh, whether it's on the text line or on the phone on the phone line. Take it easy. Uh, thank you so much, Jason. Thank you. Bye-bye. You Bye-bye. know, one other thing to consider before we go to break. All of that product that's being put on the roads, I would assume at some point ends up going down a sewer somewhere. Mm. And if it's corrosive, because we have in the past talked about how corrosive it is to metals. Now we're looking at uh, uh, concrete and asphalt. But if if we've concluded that it's acidic enough to affect metal, what, what are our pipes made of? Like, what's it doing to those? 
Hmm. And like, I'd hate to find out that we've got an infrastructure problem five years down the road that was caused by a two-year pilot project that saved us $4 million. We'll have the two, or or when the lawsuit comes from all of us uh, suing the city (laughs) for the damage to your vehicles. Uh, The 230 News is up next. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.